from LapSpin.com, welcome to Lap Tracks. Hello and welcome back to Lap Tracks. My name is Mike from the Lap Spin Podcast. Today we do what we always do, which is we're going to highlight three awesome comedians that maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't, and uh, give you just a little taste of some of their stand-up. Today we go back to the state of California and we have three great comics for you. Al Madrigal, Moshe Kasher, and Arge Barker. First up is Mr. Moshe Kasher, somebody you may recognize from TV or on the road. This is a clip from his last special called Moshe Kasher Live in Oakland. And this is a clip of him talking about something that we've all gone through, and that is reading the comments on one of your YouTube videos. Speaking of that last joke, it was recently featured on the front page of YouTube, and I was very excited to see that I had a clip on the front page of YouTube, because when you have a clip on the front page of YouTube, hundreds of thousands of people will view your clip, and that was very exciting for me to see until I opened up the clip, and I looked at the 1,500 comments underneath the clip, the kind of title avalanche of theological warfare that I'd set off between the online atheist loser community and the online religious loser community <laughs> battling it out on my fucking clip. <laughs> Taking my moment in the internet sunshine for their pathetic turf war, their biggie Tupac, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way, East Coast, West Coast, Hutu, Tootsie bullshit. And most of it didn't even have anything to do with me or the clip at all. Just there, but it was just, there is no God. You believe a lie, you're an idiot. There is a God, you're going to hell, you're a sinner. This comedian looks gay, idiot, gay, sinner, gay. <laughs> Over time, it starts to affect your self-esteem, but I believe in turning a frown upside down, which is why I wrote that phrase. <laughs> and also why I brought with me the greatest hits of that online flame war so that we could all share in some of the revelry of people character assassinating me on the internet. I'll appreciate that. Here's a good first one. Uh, it goes, ha, 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 fuck you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my internet party. Uh, this guy sucks, but he can get better. <laughs> what a nice asshole you are. I don't like this guy. He looks like something I want to punch in the face. <laughs> Sounded like the laughter of agreement. I didn't appreciate that. Uh, black people. <laughs> I do not know. I don't know. Funny, but wasn't that guy in Devo? No, I wasn't. No. Uh, to the black people in the audience, Devo was a band in the 80s. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, that guy is wearing rapist glasses again. No, I'm not. And that actually bugs me because there's no such thing as rapist glasses. You can't just make up a concept and then insult me with that concept. What are rapist glasses? What do rapists use glasses for? Hey, get over here. Your ass is mine tonight. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You can go. I was waiting for somebody pretty. My bad. Yeah, I know. The rapist in that joke is a real jerk. I didn't realize you guys were such a pro-rapist crowd. Or I wouldn't have told it quite like that. 
This is a fun one. It says, uh, this guy talks a lot about Dante's Inferno, but he's clearly never read Dante's Paradiso, where Dante describes in detail the various levels of heaven. Dante fail. All right. First of all, nerd alert. <laughs> Second of all, I have read Il Paradiso, and guess what? 300 pages describing various kinds of harps. So Dante win. Moshe Kasher, who can be seen in New Orleans at One-Eyed Jacks on April 1st, Laugh Boston from April 3rd to 5th, and Hamilton College in Clinton, New York on April 14th. Up next is Mr. Arge Barker. Arge has kind of made himself at home with uh, the Aussies. He's uh, he's a favorite of the Australian crowd. To no surprise, his last special, Heavy, was actually filmed in Perth. Uh, and this is a clip from his last run in Australia. This is him talking a little bit about the locals. You know I love coming out here. I love Australia. But I do not want to go hiking. Don't invite me to go hiking. Every year my friends try to convince me. They say the same thing. Urgy burgy. <laughs> the snakes are just as afraid of you as you are of them. I'm like, really? So you're telling me the snakes are sitting up at night Googling me? Is Arch Barker deadly? Can he kill you? Is he that deadly? How do I know the good Arch Barker from the bad Arch Barker? After Arch Barker steps on me, how long do I have to fatally wound him? Why do I have arms? Am I a lizard by any chance? I think you might be a lizard. But it's pretty impressive how relaxed the Australians are about the deadly wildlife out here. I mean, you could try to warn them. Hey man, I don't know if I'd go stomping around in there. That looks a little brown snaky. But the amount of panic that you can elicit from an Aussie could be summed up in three words. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> Which I believe translates loosely to, I'll worry about that when it becomes a problem. <laughs> I've never seen it become a problem, luckily, but I don't know if, if, if an Aussie gets attacked by a snake, if they panic like a normal human being, or if they can maintain that same level of relaxation throughout the entire process. Oh, shit. I got beat. Oh, I can't believe I got 15 minutes to live. I'm fucking spewing my. Never mind. She'll be right. You want me to call you an ambulance man? Defo might. Rigidy Jaji. Bloody Bonza. So. That's a yes? Because you gotta be on your toes when you come to Australia. It's the only English speaking country I know where it's acceptable to change by lengthening or shortening or simply make up an entirely new word <laughs> chuck it into conversation with no warning whatsoever and the other person isn't allowed to say hey that's not a fucking word we're speaking english here man that's like a linguistic contract because in australia the onus is on the listener to understand what the hell you're going on about. If you say with enough conviction and intention, not your problem anymore. I said, I said to myself, could you really just make up a word here and get away with it? So that's what I, I did a test. I just made up a word. And nobody could know that word because I made it up. 
And then I went into five furniture stores in the greater Brisbane area. This is, I could document this, a friend was with me. And every time, when the shopkeeper would come up to me and say, can I help you find anything today, sir? Every single time I said the same thing. No thanks, I'm just having a little squidgery ditch. <laughs> All right? That was the test. Now the result. Five out of five shopkeepers didn't even blink. They just went, all right, well, I'll be over here if you need anything. Arj Barker, who, speaking of, is in Australia this entire next month of May. You can catch him at the Byron Bay Community Center, uh, 9th, 10th, and 16th. And then he's at the Twin Town Service Club on May 17th as well. Be sure to check out more tour dates, argebarker.com. All right, last up is Mr. Al Madrigal. Al Madrigal has been all over the place. You may have seen him recently on the NBC show About a Boy or remember him from his daily show days. But most importantly, Al Madrigal is a great stand-up comedian, and this is a track off of his last album, Why Is the Rabbit Crying? It's made me a crazy person. I really, this house is making me a lunatic because I'm worried about my property value and all the neighbors with the weeds, and it's, it's horrible. I recently figured out how to combat everyone. And I'm going to pass on this advice to you. I was on the subway in New York, underground, between 14th and 23rd on an F train. And for those two stops, you get a cell phone signal. So I had looked at my phone in about three minutes, and desperate to take a look, whip it out, select a wireless network comes up, the box. The wireless network that's available to me on the subway, underground, is lick underscore my underscore ass. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, it has changed my life. Because it used to be, if you wanted somebody to anonymously tell you to lick their ass, you had to go to a truck stop restroom and see lick my ass etched into the side of the toilet paper dispenser. A trucker worked on it over time. A little hairy ass with a tongue next to it. Sometimes it's a piece of art. Now, with technology, you can send the signal of lick my ass by creating a mobile hotspot on your device to everyone in a two-block radius. Lick my ass, lick my ass, lick my ass. It's untraceable crime. I'm not gonna walk around this subway car going, lick my ass, lick my ass, lick my ass, no. It's genius. Why aren't we all doing this? Do you have wireless at your house? Do you have a wireless network? What's your wireless network called? AT and T, this fucking stupid lady. Uh, I'm sorry, but you got to change it. It's a missed opportunity. We all live near creepy people, don't we? People you suspect are doing weird things. You're like, there's that fucking guy again. Just change your network name when you go home. Change it from AT and T to I see what you do. Turn on to us. I changed mine right away when I got home. I, changed, I have a, one in the front and one in the back because I have this little detached garage where I have my office. And so in the front, my network name is now How Many Cars Do Two People Need? And my one in the back is Awful Lot of Vodka Bottles in Your Recycling. Uh, just saying. I want to change and do this. This is what I'm going to do. This is my new plan. I am going to get $125 a month. I'm going to get a, a wireless tower in my backyard. I'm going to send out a signal to everybody in my entire neighborhood and provide free wireless 
for everyone, right? It's going to be open. It's going to be strong. There's no boxes you have to click, nothing. But I'm going to call that network Hulk Hogan's Nutsack. Just so I can make a large group of people think about Hulk Hogan's disgusting nutsack. I've never seen it. I didn't see the tape. But I assume that it's gross. One's bigger than the other. It's like the tan orange. Not, it's, it's like orangey tan, but like a tan you'd see on a Nerf ball after it had been left out in the sun, chewed by a squirrel a little bit, and sun and rain and sun and rain, elements on a Nerf ball. You know what I'm talking about. That orange. It's got long blonde hairs hanging off of it. They're highlighted. It says brother one and brother two. That's, that's what his nutsack looks like in my mind. And you see what I did to you people? I made you all think about Hulk Hogan's disgusting nutsack, and I can do that to a large group of people on a regular basis. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to let it go for four hours strong. Just run it. I'm going to shut it down for 15 minutes. And I'm going to turn it back on, and then I'm going to turn it off. Just so people in coffee shops in my neighborhood are going to be going, excuse me, are you on Hulk Hogan's nutsack? Because... Uh, I just got dropped by Hulk Hogan's nutsack. It's usually such a strong signal. Al Madrigal will be at the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York on April 10th, and then to San Francisco on April 24th for Cobb's Comedy Club. More dates, almadrigal.com. That's it for us this week. Next week, we've got a whole other batch of comics that we're going to introduce you to. In the meantime, you can go to allthingscomedy.com and check out some other great podcasts of some of these great comedians, see what they're all about, and uh, get your laughs on right there, allthingscomedy.com. We'll see you next week for Laugh Tracks. Thanks a lot. 